TAP episode number 26 with motivational speaker and author Monty Washington. You guys ready? Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to the Think Alpha Project. Here we have another episode, jam-packed one actually. Of course, you know, my name is Valentine Eudo, the host. Super honored to be here with you guys week after week. I appreciate, first of all, I want to say thank you for tuning in, and I definitely appreciate the support. And just so you guys know, this is recorded, of course, in audio format. You're probably listening to this. And we have a YouTube video version. So make sure you go to YouTube and uh, type in Think Alpha Project Monty Washington. Okay. And also we have the show notes. So if you want to get more information, a summary of this episode, as well as, you know, how to reach, get his book, which we'll be talking about, you go to thinkalpha.net forward slash zero two six. But we're going to get into the meat of the, the episode. Now, in this week, Monty discusses what it really takes to overcome adversity and find success despite a tough upbringing. And he's going to really reflect a lot on his journey as well, which you guys will learn from. You know, Monty is a motivational speaker, author, actor, and award-winning poet. Known as America's adversity coach because of his ability to show students how to turn any adversity into real-life success, Monty has positively impacted the lives of thousands of students nationwide. He strives to provide students with learning experiences that can truly help in real life situations. See, in his own life, Monty overcame adversity and obtained two college degrees, became a state basketball champion, award winning poet and much more. Also, as you connect with a story, you can even learn more with his book that he wrote from the streets to the stage, 20 ways to make it from the streets of your fears to the stage of your dreams. Of course, Go to the show notes once again. Make sure that you see the copy of the book and, and get it. Uh, you know, he, he definitely gave me one and I've read it and it's been uh, incredible. All right. Another thing we touch on is how to move forward from a stuck place in your life. Any of you guys feeling stuck? I get this all the time, by the way. Like, you have no idea how much I get this on my Instagram. People asking me, you know, I feel about this. I feel this way about this situation and I'm trying to make a move. I don't know where to go. Um, of course, I share a lot uh, and answer a lot of questions, but... You guys are really, really going to love this and make sure that you share it to someone who you believe will benefit from this. All right. So without further ado, I bring to you guys our very own Monty Washington. All right, guys, we're back for another episode of the Think Alpha Project. And I'm here with my man, Monty Washington, bro. What's up? Hey, you know, I'm here. I'm happy to be here, man. Happy yeah, to be here for sure. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, dude. So we got a lot to talk about. I know we've uh, been here already for like the last yeah. hour or so. Hey, just it, chopping it, it up. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay. So we'll get right into it, man. You got, you've got a lot going on. You are a speaker. Yep. You are an author. And then you, I know you have like some other projects that you're working on too. Yeah, man. Got another book coming out. You know, acting is my other passion. I'm working yeah. on that. Actually writing a pilot right now, man. So I'm just uh, uh, also a poet, you know, yeah. a spoken word poet, man. Pretty much 
I've been blessed. Anything involving performance, speaking, and words, that's kind of like my lane. Any Anything in that area, uh, you know, I was gifted to be able right, to excel so at cool. that, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you definitely have a gift, man. I, I have seen some of your videos. So I was like, man, brother. Uh, hey, man, you know, we just... We, it's, it's just progress, man. I just want to put value out there. You know, right. there's a lot of, especially with social media, there's so much negativity. There's so much distraction. There's so much garbage. Let's just keep it real. Call it what it is. And I just want to put some value out there, like mm-hmm. some real stuff, not no perceived and trying to sell yourself, but just like if somebody watches something, like I hope when somebody watches this, they're like, wow, I, I got a little better today. I gained something today. And, you know, I'm sure that's why you're doing the thing Absolutely. after the project. You know, it's Absolutely. like put, just put value out there. And right. the reward is people saying, hey, man, you help along my process of maturation and growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. So you, you you also you've reached a level at right now in your career where you have I call it self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got things happening, but you didn't start off that way. Oh, I know. Ooh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. You didn't stop that no. way at all. So I think it's important. I always think it's important for people to understand, like, yo, you might see this person oh, here. It's, it's, it's hilarious. I'll give you a, I'll give you and everybody out there a quick background. Like, I'm a product of a one night stand. Like, my mother was a crack addict and she was a prostitute. Um, my dad had never met him. He doesn't know I exist. Like, uh, one of my uh, speaking programs, you know, I toured a college market and it's called From the Streets to the Stage. And that's a literal reference to me. Um, I grew up on the streets. Like I slept in parks for weeks and weeks at a time. I slept in crack houses on several occasions. Um, and like being taken away from my mother's custody, I was put into group homes. I was in 12 different group homes over the course of three years. So uh, imagine being dang. 9, 10, 11 years old. Like that's when you start to gain a sense of self. And that's when you're supposed to start molding yourself into the person you want to be. And so I'm in different environments and I'm the oldest of three boys. So, you know, I'm split up from my brothers and everything. And it's just, you know, it was just one of those crazy uh, experiences. And then even being put into foster homes, like I was in three foster homes. First foster parent physically abused me. Like I got a couple scars on my knuckles. She used to make me and my brothers grip the back of a uh, chair and she would beat our hands with extension cords, wire hangers, broomsticks to teach us we shouldn't touch things that didn't belong to us. Um, but as hard of a lesson as that is, I learned my my hardest lesson um, and probably the best. Mm-hmm. You know, my second foster mother, uh, she never abused me, my brothers physically, but mentally. And I learned from that. It's not the physical scars that tell their greatest story. It's the mental ones. It's okay. the ones we don't see, the scars we keep here and we hold in here. Like this woman, um, we, we got in and my little brother was clumsy. He broke a bowl. Um, and this woman went off on us, cussed right. us out, y'all ain't shit, da, da, da. Yeah, right, right. put us back there, and she put us in the back of this, uh, in the back of the room in this house, five bedroom house in the suburbs. So coming from the hood, you can imagine like, wow, we ain't got to deal with roaches, we got lights <laughs> on us, food in the refrigerator. It's a Yo, it's everything. And she proceeded to lock us in that room for 23 hours a day for three months, only allowed to come out to eat and to play occasionally on the weekend. And then I always, always, uh, uh, uh ask people like or tell people I should say when you you're hearing my story right now I'm telling you a story right now whether I was lying or telling the truth is irrelevant what matters is your belief in the story and it goes it holds true in life the stories people tell us about ourselves the stories we tell us about ourselves whether they're true or false is irrelevant it matters our belief in it because if you believe the story, you take it on, you make it a part of your belief system, and you live it out. Right. So my foster mom, she used to tell us, you ain't shit. You so dumb. You so stupid. Like, I got called stupid so many times, my man, that I thought it was my name. 
when people would say stupid, I'd be like, huh? And because of that, uh-huh. I believed that story that I was dumb and stupid. I was in special ed classes until eighth grade. Now, I had no learning disabilities, but I believed it. But to take it in another level, she used to say, you're not shit. You, you're not shit. Your own mama didn't want you. So now let's look at the evidence. Come my, on, my, man. My, my real mom, my real mom, at the time especially, I felt like she abandoned us for drugs. Yeah. Second false mother almost beat me to death. Now this one's doing this. So I tried to commit suicide on two different occasions, my man. Two different occasions. I, I developed those tendencies and it wasn't until, and if I can just pause real quick, I'm just like, anybody out there who ever experiences anything like that where you feel like your life is not worth living, I'm living proof that it is. Like seeking help and getting therapy and going through counseling. I promise you, I'm telling you the PG-13 version of my life. There is nothing you can experience that would validate you taking your own life and depriving the world of your greatness and whatever gifts you have. Um, And so once I got help and I realized my life was something, it was worth something, um, it started to change. It started to change and I started to turn some of that those negative experiences into positive experiences. And we'll get into that a little later. Right. Yeah. yeah. Talking about uh, this idea I came up with being the shit. And how it relates to confidence. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But um, yeah, so long story short, man, I went through all that stuff. I got help, started believing myself. So I went from being in special ed classes until eighth grade to getting my last foster home, which things got better. Right. There, was a, there was a distinction. I'm going to keep it real. There was a distinction between the kids and the foster kids. But it was the first time I had a, a, a positive male role model. My foster dad, Jeffrey Banks, he was a cool dude, old school truck driver, worked hard, you know, chill, you know, leave me alone, let me get my game, let me get my bear, but he was a good dude. It right. was the first time, and so I got put in an environment where I saw there was possibilities. And I always say, you can't have what you can't see. So if you can't see a better life, you can't see beyond your experiences, then it's almost impossible to have it because you you're not aware that it exists. So once I did that, uh, I got my swag back. I went from being in special ed classes until eighth grade to getting honor roll every year in high school. Wasn't easy, busting my butt. I stayed right. in after school tutoring. Went to college, got not one but two college degrees. Graduated magna cum laude, wrote my own book. I'm living my life. So it's just, you know, Man. It, 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 it's so when you talk about, so back to your question, you talk about people like, oh, you're here, you don't see that. Right. No one starts here. Right. Exactly. And if you start here, you won't end there. Anyone who I know who's been given everything in life, they lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. There's a reason why I believe 85% of lottery winners go broke in five years. Like there's a reason. How do you go broke? Right. You made money to Broadmade. Like, how the hell do you do that? So Nobody ever starts out on top. It's that journey. It's the maturation. Like where I'm at now, the worst thing you can say to me is you're lucky. Hell no. I busted my butt to get here. Mm. I'm not lucky. I may be blessed. I may be highly flavored. You know, blessed. (laughs) I may be all of that, but I'm not lucky. I busted my butt. And I say all that stuff not to brag, not because I don't need to brag. You know, my resume and what I do speaks for itself. But it's just to tell people like, when you stop making excuses and you stop blaming other people for your inadequacies and, and, and your issues in life, things change. Right. So with that being said, let me ask you a question, my man, and to the viewers out there, just by looking at me, if I didn't just tell you that I've experienced all those things, because you didn't even know that about me. No, man. No, I'm, I'm blown away. I just, <laughs> like, like yeah. you didn't even know that. I'm like, blown away. Like, yeah. I saved it. I didn't tell you all that no, about me. Yeah, just, this is just, smart. Just, just so we get a, just so like, we get a genuine like, response. But just by looking at me, 
Would you have thought I've gone through any one of those things? No. Absolutely not. And the reason why is because we don't look like our story. Right. We don't look right. like our story. If I look like my story, I would be incarcerated. If I look like my story, I wouldn't be college graduate. If I look like my story, I would have been successful at committing suicide. But I'm greater than my story. Just like you're greater than your story. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody who's watching this, you're greater than your story. But too often we get in this mindset where we believe our past determines our potential for the future. When our past doesn't determine our potential for the future, my man Val, it prepares us for it. Mm. Everything we've experienced has prepared us to be here. Everything ex- you've experienced prepared you to be here. Right. It prepared you to start the Think Alpha project. Right. It's prepared me to be here. And when people get like that, like, yo, yeah, you went through all those horrible things, but guess what? You, you're you here now. Mm-hmm. So what do you learn? What did you take from that? Like, it's, also, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different it's a different mentality, man. It's a, it's a, it's a thinking alpha mentality, man. You know it. I, <laughs> hey, you know, I, love, I love how you're tying in. Uh, of course. So you get it. You get oh, it, this, it's, it makes sense. It's, it's, it's perfect, my man. It's perfect. Yeah, I think, um, I, first off, I want to commend you because your story, man, and I know I know some folks who've had stories like that. And and I'll I'll go ahead and say this. I know a lot of folks out there who um they're they're gonna they're gonna watch this and they'll say, Oh, well, you know, I I didn't go through that. Like how am I supposed to you know, and I do believe that the wind blows on everybody the same and what you went through. I, I didn't go through any of that. Right. But our stories have triggered certain things. Our stories have caused certain hurts, certain pains oh my God. Um, that we live with today. 100%. And, and a choice you made, you made a choice, though, to heal from it. Yeah. And, and, and it's I don't compare. So, for instance, I used to make fun of kids growing up who were sad that their parents were divorced. I'm like, at least you have parents. But check this out. That was very arrogant of me. Yeah. Um, when my I moved out of my foster parents' house and stuff, um, I graduated uh, high school a little late. Like I was literally consistently four grades behind everybody. So I graduated high school when I was 19. So by 18, I was old enough. So I moved out. So my senior year in high school, I was mm-hmm. living by myself. Um, and so I was out of my foster parents' house for a while. Then about six years later, they got a divorce and it hit me. I'm like, those aren't necessarily my parents. And I, to be honest, I didn't get along with my foster mom. She did some shady stuff. Uh, you know, I don't wish ill upon her, but you know, she did some stuff that she shouldn't have done. And my foster dad, I'm like, why is this hurting? Huh? Like, they're not my biological family. To be honest with them, I was only living with them for four years. Why does this hurt? And I was like, just imagine if that was your mom and dad, who that's, that's your idea of a relationship. That's your worldview of love. They get split up. I see why that would make a kid act out. I would see why that would make somebody question love, marriage, and relationships. Mm-hmm. But until you yeah. experience it. So as, as, as adults, as grown men, like you have to, you have to learn not to go through those travesties and those negative events in order to have empathy for somebody. One of my favorite words mm-hmm. is compassion. I love compassion. Don't feel sorry. Don't have any compassion. Compassion literally means with and suffer. Passion literally means suffer. So the passion of the Christ, for instance, the mm-hmm. suffering of Christ. That's why the movie was so graphic. Right, compassion means to suffer with. So I suffer with people. When people tell me their story, when people go through it, I'm like, oh, man. man yeah. Like, I suffer through it. Like, I don't have to personally experience to have compassion for you and want to help you. And that's the different thing. So learning that, like, wow, divorce. I used, I mean, I used to clown. Like, man, shut up. Your parents say, man, you know what my mom did? You know, one time, man, I saw my mom smoking crack. Did it? I don't even know who my dad is. Like, it was just all this stuff. And I was like, these are, these are my false parents for four years. Like, this hurts. Man. 
And so when you talk about pain, like it's not a contest. It's not a contest of whose story was, you know, struggle. Because I meet some kids who I, I met right. a young lady who who was raped by her uncle, her dad, da, 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 and you know had a had a kid early, and, da, and I'm like, my story don't. It's nothing. nothing right. So we can't compare pain because we all internalize it differently, but we all experience pain. Right. So it does. You don't need to experience something extreme to feel extreme pain. Right. Right. So yeah, man. And so people out there watching, you just. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm going on a rap, man. I, I you just, are listening. <laughs> listening though. I'm listening. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting my life right now. It's, so it's, it's cool. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's, we got to stop with the excuses. You know, when, when you said earlier, like, you know, people out here like, oh, I didn't go through that or I did or I went through something worse. It's like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what the hell happened to you. What are you doing next? What's your next move? That happened to you. Accept it. What did you learn now, from it? Right. Like, where do you go from here? And I think that's the most important thing is like, how do you uh, how do you take something that tried to destroy you and allow it to drive you? How do you take something that was meant to break you down and now use it to build you up? That's the next thing. And I think that's the beautiful thing about, you know, when I just throwing in a whole think alpha, that's what it is. Yeah. Like think alpha. Like, let me ask you real quick. Just what is what does it mean to think alpha? I'm curious. Well, like, it's, why it's this project? The, right. No, it's it's the okay. So uh, growing in my twenties, um, I've realized that I have embodied a specific like set of principles, values, mm -hmm. way of thinking. Right. That right. that has I, I put I can put it I can be a newbie in this industry or in this environment. Mm -hmm. Give me a little time and over time, I'll, I'll set myself apart and be successful. Right. Not being able to do that in different areas. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are- You sure it's not just because you're Nigerian and that's how you're going to get Because you know, <laughs> you are going to be an engineer. Oh, and that's, I do not care. I know. Because <laughs> you already know, you yeah, already know. You understand, when I, when I go to these colleges and I speak, there's always Nigerian kids. It's like, yeah. They always have the best grades. <laughs> you got to use the top class. It's like that's in y'all. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, still there. Like you got to. Like yeah. I never seen a Nigerian fail. <laughs> yeah, straight up, straight up. Like, man. Straight shout up. out to Nigerians. We're under forever. <laughs> for real, yo. Hey, it's real. It's but, real, uh, man. I like that, man. So that that's, yeah. that mentality. Yeah, it's a I you and you know what I'm talking about. And and I always say this because you know, yes, I I am in a fraternity called Alpha Phi Alpha. Mm -hmm. But it, to me, this is about the, the the embodiment. Like, what does that word mean? And most people, I think a lot of people, they have a common, there's a common theme mm -hmm. of what this word embodies. And I just know that in relationships, if you can embody this and live your life from that point, right. you can have the success you want in relationships, you know, career, health, wealth, everything. That's real. Everything. Because, and, and one of the things that alpha means to me too is, you first. Alpha is that. you first. I yeah, love that. Alpha love is that. you first. I love that. Like, for example, in my culture in, in Nigeria, in my culture, so you have the obviously the man in the house, and and this is just my culture. It is what it is. Right. You got the kid. You got the kids. You got the the husband. You got the wife. When and then we make the food. Guess who uh, eats first? The first person that's served is the the father. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, I mean, it's just you know, they're the ones that in the past they're going to get, you know, they're yeah, the breadwinners. The and, and, and it's a lot. And, and all that, because especially now when right. we live in such a it's different now, it's, 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 it's such a, a female empowerment mode and the right. Me Too movement. And shout out to all the ladies out there. Exactly. But there are cultural things. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. But I mean, there's a reason why, like, like my lady, I walk behind. 
And people are like, oh, you should lead. I walk behind because guess what? If somebody attacks, I'm getting attacked first. And if something's coming on the front, I can respond to mm-hmm. it. So it's a different thing. There's a reason why you let the lady sit down first. You let the mm-hmm. so when we come to all that stuff, so I get it culturally. It's just some people want to flip it's it. It's just culture. No, yeah. no, no. It's like no. It, right. It's some things. It's cool for a man to be served first. Another thing, you make sure your lady's taken care yeah. of first. So it's different things. So I feel you on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even in that culture like that, because I wouldn't say that a culture like that is 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 necessarily oppressing. Um, women, no, like no. like like we know in a lot of other cultures, why right? Why but what's cool is that, yeah, the, in that certain instance, that might be the case. Right. But who the man is for the 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 wife and the, and the kids speaks for itself. You like know, you, and the wife, you, you, there's a place for it's, everything. It's such a small thing to be served first, but guess what? I'm sure it's because you earned that right. It wasn't just because you were born a man. It's like, right. yo, are you handling your yeah, responsibilities yeah, handle, as a absolutely. man? You know, are you taking care right. of your family, taking care of yourself? So, of course, you know, the hood, Pops gets the biggest piece of chicken. <laughs> like, Straight who gets up. the biggest piece? Pops. Because Pops is the one paying for that damn chicken. Pop went out there and worked for us. So yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And you best Absolutely. believe. And for the fellas out there who ain't got that alpha mindset and who are out there letting these ladies take care of you and, and, and you're li- living off of and you're leeching off of and you ain't handling your responsibilities, like, she better get the biggest piece of chicken, damn it. If she up. earned it, if she worked for it, she needs to get Ooh, it. I like that too. Like, yo, don't be, don't have a problem with that no, now. No, don't, no, no, yeah. no. If she had on her business, if she's being the one doing it, she earned that. You know what Man, I'm saying? Oh, ain't that real. I'm, that is just, so real. I'm, I'm sorry. I got it. There's, there's some... We, that's yo, real, dude. Yo, can, can we keep it real? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like, real shit, like, man. You got you gotta that alpha mind that that alpha project. When I was looking on um before I got here, you know, I was looking at YouTube. I was looking at uh, some of the other ones. That's some alpha females. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about that is, like, I'm seeing, especially nowadays, a lot of days it seems like by nature females are alpha. Mm-hmm. Like they do so many things. Like when I go in college. I'm starting to consistently see, especially amongst the African American right. community, anyone in the Africa diaspora, the ladies are the ones who are breaking the boundaries. Man. They're the ones who succeed like and significantly, the one who significantly yeah. like taking it to another level. So yeah. like shout out to all the alpha females yeah. out there Absolutely. handling the business. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's 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 a mindset, but I like that. When I think alpha, I just think leader, man. Yeah. I just think whatever it is, leader and being first to do it, not in a way to compete, but just first to do it in the U. Like I went to this uh, one conference and um, it was, uh, it, it, I forgot what it was called, but it was uh, it was more spiritual and uh, religion. Mm-hmm. And the dude, you had to come up and you had to do a couple of things. And he talked to me afterwards. He's like, why, why aren't you the first one to go up? I'm like, oh, like this is before I stepped into who I am now. It was a couple years ago. Like now I'm at, I'm at the precipice of my maturation as a man in this stage in my life, you know, I never consider myself, I'm not a grown ass man, I'm a growing man. To say you're a grown ass man means completion. Right. So I don't think like that, but at this point in my life, at 30 years old, I'm prime now. The 35, the 40, it's gonna be a whole nother level, no, but where yeah. I'm at right now, and he's like, why didn't you go up? I was like, oh, nah, man, you know, I was trying to chill because like, I used to get a lot of hate because I always want to be the first one to do something. and. He was, and he said something to me, and we've, I'm sure you've seen the quotes all on social media, but he's like, he's like, don't let, he's like, you're a wolf. Don't let the opinions of sheep stop you from your destiny. 
I was like, this is coming from this pastor, dude. I'm like, yo, he's like, I can tell when you walk in a room, you had an energy. Right. You're just like the that. And, yeah. and then in the next day, I was the first one. I was like, why did I hesitate? That's the alpha thing. Be the first. The yeah, only time the I'm not the first in my acting classes to go up, the only time I'm not the first in any environment, it will be out of fear. And it's never fear huh. of failure. It's fear of ridicule, opinions man. and ridicule, uh, yeah. 100%. So I'm like, when I'm living in my own greatness and I have that alpha mentality, I'm going to be first because I don't care if I lose. I don't care if I'm the first one to make mm. a fool of myself. I'm, I'm brave enough to do that. I'm not worried about that. Right. And so that's 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 the leadership. Are you the first one to do this or, or at your job? Uh, one of the funniest things. Oh, my God. <laughs> my man. When people complain, oh, I've been at my job for X amount of years, they ain't doing this. What are you doing? Man, I've been doing my job. So hold up. You've been doing the same job for X amount of time, the same job they paid you for, yet you want more for doing the same. Who the hell taught you that? <laughs> if you want more, you got it. Like, like, who made you that way? <laughs> like, if you want more, you got to do more. Absolutely. So that's the alpha mindset. It's like, I want to raise. How are you raising your game? How are you raising your level to get the raise? Like, just because you've been somewhere uh, long enough, that doesn't mean you deserve you're, you're that. You're not into it. Um, and, that, and that got me thinking about, we were talking about this earlier about average. Uh-huh. And I think, and uh, you can use this. I'm going to throw you a little something. Uh, <laughs> the antithesis to an alpha mindset is an al- average mindset. It's a basic mindset. Mm-hmm. So I always do this when I speak. I, I, I go up, I always I always go up to a nice, attractive young lady, and I do this thing. It's hilarious, right? I go up to him. I'm like, yo, just imagine. As a matter of fact, ladies. <laughs> so just imagine it's prom night. You looking good. You got your hair done. You got your nails did. You upstairs, and ladies, y'all know y'all take a long-ass time to get ready just justifiably so, and it's always worth it. If my men value, you know, yeah, it's no, worth it. We, we appreciate <laughs> it. But you take all this time, you come down, you looking good, you're smelling good, your nails done, your hair dead, looking like a million bucks. And you come up to me, and I'm looking good. I got my suit on, you know, got the fade and everything. Back then, I had a hairline, so it was on point. <laughs> and you look at me, and you say, baby, how do I look? And I go, girl, mm, you look average. Oh, would I have a date that night, my man? Hell no. There's no way a woman would accept being called average. No, yeah. Right? Right. right. If, 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 if as a dude, you getting ready, you know, you've been in the gym, you got your stuff, like, hey, baby, how my body look? Oh, you look average? Dang. It kills you. But guess what? We don't like to be called average, but we live average lives. Mm. We hang around average people. We think average. We do basic shit with basic people. Mm. And you have the audacity to get mad. Because you're grouped in the same, but that's what you are. What you that's do? What, yeah, you're carrying that. You 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 acting. Like, it, it, that's that's what you're like everything you do is average. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, if you're average at work, you're probably averaging your relationship. If you're if, if if you have a basic mindset in how you approach life, you have a basic mindset in how you approach your job, how you approach yeah. your parenting, how you appro- uh, approach your business. Right. And when I love, you know, the idea, just think alpha. That's the antithesis. Mm-hmm. Like think alpha is no. What is basic? What is average? I don't want that. Right. Like everybody, everybody wants more. And just it's something as simple right. as changing your mentality with words. Like I'm upholding stuff, so I listen to words. And people who want a good job, why the hell you want a job? You want a career. A job is what you get. A career is what you choose. You know what a job stands for, man? J O B. Just over broke. Mm-hmm. Everybody I know who has a job stays just, just over mm-hmm. broke. Yep. Paycheck to paycheck. You want a career. 
job is what you get, a career is what you choose. That's a mindset of people, especially ladies, ladies, I love y'all, I wanna be married. That in itself, that's not a thinking alpha. You wanna be happily married. Mm. There's a difference. I know a lot There's of married couples. Difference. I know a lot of married couples that I would not switch with them. But the couple that are happy, I'm like, yo, that's what I thought. That's what that's what I that's what I aspire for. So the thing alpha, it, it is changing your mind. Like words like try, wish, hope, maybe. Try, you don't try. You either do or you don't. Right. You can't try to get a degree. If, if you need 180 credits to graduate and you get 179, uh, Dean, I tried. Yeah, you can try again next year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. Right. Like, yo, man, I tried to make it work. Did you? <laughs> you don't try. You either do or you don't. And wish. Like, right, oh, man, I, I wish I can have a nice podcast. I wish I can have a YouTube show. No, invest in the equipment. Mm-hmm. Learn. Watch the tutorials on YouTube that teaches you how to do it. Do what you're doing right now. Bro, like that, that you're not, you're not you, don't, you don't have to wish you can do it. And then people would maybe, when somebody, when I say, yo, man, hey, I got this event I want you to come to, maybe I'll go. That's a no. Mm-hmm. That's a no. Ain't no maybe. Maybe that's, your, that's, that's, the, that's the little part of the contract and the fine print <laughs> that says, I'm probably not going to come. Maybe. Let me know. Like if I say, like you said, be here. Your assistant said, 10 a.m. Friday, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Like uh, if, if some big audition or something came up, it had to be something huge for me not to own to my commitment to what I said to you. It wasn't no, oh yeah, man, maybe I'll make it. Yo, Val, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll try to make it. Doesn't work. Like, no, 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 no. like, like you building your platform. Right. That shit don't work right. for you. It don't like, work. and so yeah. those words. That's the think alpha mentality. You don't, you don't do maybe. You don't know. Like, I'm doing it. Like, I catch myself every time. Like, man. Yeah, I love that you said it because um, when you are in that. When you're embodying that, you, you're right. Your words, how you use your words changes. Because there's ah, there's so much, there's communication inside language. You're right. Yep. And it's unspoken. It's just like, you're right. yeah. it's, it's, it's everything, man. Like, I'm so conscious, like, the law of intentionality, like, living and doing things intentional about your moves and what you do and how you think. Like, I catch myself. If I say try, nope. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm like, yo, man, yo, I'm trying to work on my next book. No, no, no. You're working on your next book or you're not working on your next book. And even where it's like hope, hope is good, but hope should only be used when you've done everything in your power. Mm-hmm. So when uh, I just went to an audition um, for a series regular on, was it Empire or uh, Star? What, one of those uh, Fox shows. And I can say I hope I get it because I went in there. Put in. You know, I put in. I think five and six hours of work, two hours by myself, two hours with my boy, an hour with my acting coach, an hour beforehand. I went in, I did everything in my power. So now I can be like, all right, God, I hope I get this. If I didn't do that, I'd just be like, oh man, I wish. Maybe I'll get it. Ain't no maybe, ain't no wish. Like, ain't no maybe, ain't no wish. It's a different, uh, it's, it's, it's a completely different mentality. So that's that. That's that's that thinking alpha, man. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I definitely want to uh, give you with this is the uh, I was talking about my story about my foster mom saying you ain't shit. Hmm. Right. And having that belief system, because um, a lot of the stuff, a lot of I realize a lot of our fears, a lot of the things that hold us back as adults happen when we're younger. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's rarely is it something that happens in our adult years. It's something that we were holding on to in our past. And that's when I got suicidal and tried to take my life because my foster mom said, you're not shit. You're not shit. And when I went through counseling and therapy, which I suggest to anybody struggling with anything like that, she said, 
my counselor, I'll never forget, uh, she said, my therapist, she said, we can't change what is happening to us, but we can change our perspective. Huh. And so with that mentality, I developed this activity I do when I go speak. It's called I'm the shit activity. Okay. I need to know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think about it. So I think back to that thing. I'm like, you ain't shit. No, you the shit. You survived that. You the shit. You went to college. You the shit. You started this. You the shit. It's a different mentality. You the shit. It's just, it's a confidence thing, right? Everybody, everybody has, I think everybody wants to achieve a level 10 dream. A level 10 dream is you want to be your happiest, your healthiest, your wealthiest. You want to be in a love with the love of your life. That's a level 10 dream. But you can't achieve a level 10 if your confidence is at a level five. Hmm. It's impossible. The reason why is because we can't outperform the belief we have in ourselves. No matter how skillful, how talented, how gifted you are, if you don't believe in those skills, gifts, and talents, you can't achieve that dream. You can't. You will find a way to self-sabotage. That's why you see, uh, especially here in LA, you see so many nice looking dudes, wealthy dudes, strung out on drugs. Infidelity, while now you see so many gorgeous women, insecure as hell, and in horrible relationships. And the reason why is because we date at our self-esteem level. We date, we date at our self-esteem level. So we get what we believe we deserve. So there's a reason wow. why you have this amazing individual, this beautiful, gorgeous, intelligent, powerful woman in a bad relationship with a bum, because intrinsically, somewhere along the line, she was told that none of that mattered and you're not worthy. There's a reason there's so many dudes who have every gift and talent and ability live an average basic ass life because it's it's that inward belief. And so for me, it's like you got to believe you're the shit. Right. Now, you you're the shit. And so am I. It's not a competition. Right. Just right. because you're the shit don't mean I'm not. And it's that <laughs> mentality. So I normally bring kids up on stage and uh, I did this at a couple of uh, corporate talks. It's hilarious. You got like these people in suits. <laughs> it's the funniest stuff. I bring a, t- a roll of toilet paper. And I'm like, all right, here you go. You have to tell the audience. You have to tell everybody in this office, everybody in this stadium, what makes you the shit. And wow. it's so funny. But check this out. It's The funniest thing is how confident we appear on social media. I be seeing it, and I mess with the young man. I was, was going to say that. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. And, and, but it's, it's funny. So uh, I, I look at some of the dudes. I'm like, oh, you can't say three things that make you the shit, that make you proud of who you are, that makes you like like confident. But if I'm one of y'all social media, I'm the baddest in the game. Yeah. Like, you can do That's all bad. of that. Savage. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm like, like, but you can't do that in front of people. Right. Like, But it takes real time to like, say you're the shit before every audition, my man. I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, shit, I'm about to book this. I'm shit because I'm about to give my best. Before I get up on stage, like I recently just spoke. That's so uh, key, man. Like yeah. last year, I spoke in, my, in front of my biggest audience. It was uh, 2,500 people. Crazy. Uh, University of Southern Utah, Southern Utah University. Um, and I was just like, it was it was like a stadium. It was like their basketball. It's a real deal, huh? Yo. And I was like, I'm the shit. I'm about to kill it. I'm the shit. I had to raise that. Before auditions, I'm like, I'm the shit. Before here, I'm the shit. You have to, you have to raise your confidence level because we're not born confident. You know, confidence is acquired and it is developed. You know, you have to develop that confidence and yeah. it's through repetition. So you have to tell yourself and remind yourself, uh, you know, essentially you have to set your value high because the world won't raise the price for you. That's the biggest thing. And we expect, we think that validation. Hmm. We think all those things are coming. And I don't mean to go political, but look at Donald Trump right now. Right. We all have our opinions. We, it is what it is. Right. There's a reason this dude is so vindictive. There's a reason why this dude tries to get back at everybody else. Because despite being a billionaire, despite being white and privileged, despite being the leader of the free world, I don't know how the hell that happened, but it happened. <laughs> whatever. That's a, whole story. Yeah, that's, a, that's a whole other story. That's, that's, that's not even a thick alpha project. That's <laughs> <just> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> um, despite all of that, 
He's one of the most insecure individuals. There's something intrinsically wrong mm-hmm. with this dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if his his lack of real hairline or small hands. I don't know what it is, but there's something intrinsically <laughs> where he doesn't feel like no matter how much validation, no matter how many people kiss up to him, he's not satisfied. And I think that's true for a lot of us. Like no matter how much money we get, how much fame, it's not enough unless we believe it ourselves. Mm-hmm. No matter how beautiful this girl is, no matter how many Instagram followers, no matter how many dudes are thirsty for her, it doesn't matter if she doesn't feel it. It doesn't matter if we don't feel it. It's an intrinsic thing. It's that I'm the shit. I'm, and the, your confidence, there's a big misconception with confidence. They think confidence comes from what you accomplish. No, it comes from what you've overcome. Right. Like my Agreed. confidence yeah. doesn't come from what I've accomplished. Cause you know it, like, let's just keep it real. We're in a nice place in our lives. We're doing some things. Yeah, man. We, we, we're far yeah. above average. Yeah. But I know you and me, you're not happy where you're at. No, no. This is not even like, like you haven't even gotten started. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, 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 no, I haven't even gotten started. Right. right. I got, I got, I got, I got a, and I, I don't mean a bribe, but this is, this is some stuff like, I got a $15,000 check. I haven't even cashed. It's just laying on just my desk. Chilling. Y'all don't ever know where I live. Stop trying to jack me. Uh, <laughs> they don't know. So but it doesn't matter because that's not what it's yeah, about. It, 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 it's, it's that intrinsic value and feeling like you accomplished something and you did something amazing because your validation can't come from the outside world. And it's hard when it comes from what you've accomplished. It comes from what you overcome. Like, I'm confident because I know I was homeless. I know I was suicidal. You know where you came from. Yeah, I know where I came from. So that confidence is what the higher I go up, it grows because I'm so much away from where I yeah. started off. Not because of what I get. Like, once you, if you never had a car, you get that car. Then once you get that next car, it's like, oh, it's cool. You never have a place, you get that place. Oh, it's cool. Because it's not about the attainment of those material possessions. It's about what you had to do to get there. It's mm-hmm. the grind. It's the struggle. Like, this is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. So when this is blowing up and it's one of the biggest YouTube platforms, you can be like, yeah, this is what's up. But it's these <laughs> moments when you just started out and you setting up stuff by yourself by and you're myself, doing all that. And I got, you know, so, you know folks coming like, in. Talking. Like, yo, that's that's what you gonna look back on and be like, yo, when <laughs> I, I first started this, I didn't know what I was doing. I just did it. Right, right. Eventually, you're gonna have a whole damn production team. You're gonna have a studio. And that's gonna be cool, but I guarantee you, this is what you're gonna hold sacred. And that's it's that it's that it's that different mentality. It's like I'm the shit. I'm the shit because I'm still here. I'm the shit because I've overcame the abuse, the suffering, the pain, the lack of confidence. I'm the shit because of that. Mm-hmm. You can think I'm the shit because I've accomplished X, Y, Z, but I'm the shit because I've learned to accept myself and to love myself and to master my, my myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's 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 a different level, man. Right, right, right. So one of the things that I wanted to do, you know, in this podcast is really in each episode as much as we can mm-hmm. to have people take from it something practical they can put into place mm-hmm. in their life where it can lead them to something better right mm-hmm. for themselves so what would you say you you spoke a lot about confidence mm-hmm. knowing where you came from what would you say wh- what do people out there what can they do to start to take steps where they're at in their life okay. to get to it a few different things um the very first thing and i learned this for myself mm-hmm. and some of my struggle with is limit your exposure to social media. Not stuff like this that's putting out there, but just we compare too much. And we start, when we're on social media and we're looking at the way everybody else is living their life, we start comparing our real life to somebody else's social media highlight reel, and we get this weird perception of what life is. And we start feeling less about ourselves. Uh, I know, I've, I'm, I'm sure you've done it, but people out there where you're having a great day, you're like, yo, I killed it today, and you start scrolling like, oh. 
Damn, they just booked this gig, and yeah, I got a homegirl I know who is this in Black Panther, and I was just happy I got a nice audition. And she's Wakanda forever. <laughs> and the reason why is because we're comparing. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. So you have to stop comparing. Watch what you allow to get in. Like I give myself moments to get on social media. I limit. Also, people, go in your phone right now. Go in your damn phone. Go to your contacts, and I'm going to try to keep this quick. There's three people you need to look out for, and you need to consciously start getting rid of people in your life. There was a study done that discovered you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, the five. So if four out of five of your friends are broke, you'll be the fifth. If four out of your five friends are dropping out, you'll be the fifth. It's just the law of averages. So you need to make sure the people who are with you is good. You got to get rid of that. And so there's three kinds of people I want everybody out there to be aware of. You got fakers, haters, and takers. Hmm. Fakers are real simple. If I have to question if you're real, you're probably fake. Wow. If you have to question if somebody loves you, they don't. If you have to question if somebody who's loyal, they ain't. That's it. So think about those people. Who do I question? You ever get a compliment mm. from somebody and they don't feel like a compliment? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, yo, oh, yeah. did you just low-key throw it's some like, shit? <laughs> like, 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 oh, that a, should I take that as a compliment? Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, uh... yeah. like, that stuff, why you need people like that, right? Mm. And then you got haters. We all know haters. Haters are negative people. Haters are unhappy people. Haters are insecure people. Go on your phone. Get rid of anyone who you're constantly like. They're hating on everybody. Even if it's not to you, they're probably hating on you behind your back. You can't have that negativity because we're our biggest haters. Think about how many times in a day we talk ourselves out of something we want. I want to go talk to that girl. Ah, oh, no, man, I ain't feeling that for sure. Yo, I want to I want to go for that promotion. Ah, oh, no, nah, man, I don't know if they do this. You know what I'm saying? I want to go back to school and get my degree. Ah, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. And we talk ourselves out of. So you, you need to get rid of consciously, physically, go on your phone, get rid of people who are haters. Or I have people in my phone in parentheses and I say hater. So when they call <laughs> me, when they text me, I know what to expect. And the last one is takers. Now, takers are tricky because takers come in the form of friends, significant others, and family. And so takers, your friends, like, you ever have somebody who only calls you when they need something? Yep. Like, now that everybody knows I'm a motivational speaker and I'm a personal development coach and a life coach, yo, yo, I need my, yo, you know, people pay me for this. Like, I'm a friend, so I'm gonna hook you up for advice. But like, you don't even call to say hi. hi. You don't even call to check up on me. How's your tour? Yo, I heard you working on your new book. Hey, man, I got somebody I want you to meet. Like, I, you know, I, I told somebody about you. You don't get that. You're just taken. I can't have takers in my life. Like I need, it needs to be reciprocated. You know, I'm not getting value paid to for do value, this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what's going to happen from this. Nobody can ever watch this episode, nothing. I don't care. I'm not here to take from you. I'm here to add. Right. And then you have your significant others. I said earlier, we did at a self-esteem level. We have, you, you, it's better to be by your damn self. And I'm going to say this to y'all. <laughs> Just because you're alone doesn't mean you have to be lonely. You need to be like my man Kanye. I can be by myself and enjoy the company. Like we date at a self-esteem level. If your significant other isn't your biggest cheerleader, your biggest support, why are you with them? As simple as that, like so many people, why are you saying in relationships like, when you when your significant other texts you, you should be smiling. <laughs> when, right, when, when, right. when he say I'm coming to pick you up, you should be hey. When she say I'm coming over, you should be hey. <laughs> you know, like, like, like you should be elated. <laughs> and if you're not, why? Wow. Like your, your success, your happiness, and your success depends on your significant other so much. You can be as this can blow up your personal life, your business, your entrepreneur endeavors can be crazy if you got married and your marriage life sucked it doesn't matter right 
None of that matters. Right. So you got to get rid of people like that. And then lastly, your family. You got to limit your interaction with your family. My biological mom just came back in my life for the first time in 16 years. Huh. 16 years. We can talk about that another time. I'm going to say that for another story because I want to be brought back on. I'll say that for another time. But pretty much when she came back into my life, a lot of my biological family came back into my life hmm. online. They found me online, social media and stuff. And they, oh, I'm so proud of you, cousin. I'm so proud of you. Woo, woo, woo. And then they just started asking, oh, can I borrow? Can I get? Can I get? And I'm a nice person. And it's hard to say no, but it's like, yo, I can't allow y'all to take because y'all only here. You weren't having seen you in 15, 20 years. And now you, you know, when I was in group homes suffering, when I was in foster homes suffering, you weren't there. So I had to limit and I had to get rid of some people like, yo, you can follow me on social media, but you'll never get my personal number. You will only be able to contact me when I want you to. Fakers, haters, and takers. Physically going in your phone and doing that. And then people get some damn goals in your life. <laughs> like, like, no, like, watch <laughs> Thank it. Thank you for saying that. Like, you. no, no, like, get some goals in your life. Like, write down your goals. Write down your year goals. Then break that, break that yearly goals down to quarterly goals. Break those quarterly goals down to monthly goals. Break those monthly goals down to weekly goals. Like, you need to be tracking your progress on a week-to-week basis. I try to do it day-to-day, but it's too little to uh, uh, quantify. So week-to-week, right. I ask myself, am I doing more this week than I did last week? Am I further ahead, even if it's just a step further? So people need to physically track. There's this really dope planner. Um, uh, it's called the Productivity Planner. You can get it on uh, Amazon and everything. It's uh, Or you can go to Anthropology and buy it. It's amazing. It breaks down what's your five most important things this week. Okay. What's your secondary? What's your third? And then you have these things where each day you have it. You put down your five in each day, then you got your secondary, and it allows you to track your progress. So if you're not tracking your progress, where are you going? Most people, most people I come in contact with, man, I know you know this is true. The biggest thing is, ah, oh, man, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. First off, it's because you don't know who you are. So nobody takes time to discover themselves. Second off, you're not tracking your progress. Like people, the only thing people do is set New Year's resolutions. And then after January, they never look at it until December and, and put those same goals out for next year because <laughs> they didn't accomplish it. Like right. my man, like. I am consistently, month to month, I have to retract. So if people can retract that, um, get a book. You can get my book, From the Streets to the Stage, you know, Shameless Plug. Let's let's go ahead and plug Uh, that. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, uh, From the Streets to the Stage. It's a very simple um, self-help book, you know, 20 Ways to Make It From the Streets to Your Fears to the Stage of Your Dreams. Uh, Yeah, we over here, man. It's it's good. (laughs) It's literally 90 pages. You can finish this book in an episode of Scandal. I've done it twice. (laughs) So it's light work. So get some books. Get some people. Connect. You have to physically go out into the world. Right. You need to write your goals down. You need to get rid of people who aren't in your life. And then you need to start. I say that I'm a shit activity. Like, you need to start hyping yourself up. Yeah. Like I love life. that you say that because, like, um, being... I noticed for myself that in situations that I go in, I'm always talking... I'm always my own hype man. I'm always yeah. my own hype man. Got and so it, yeah, it's important. But I don't know that I I don't know where I got it from or anything. I, I just noticed that about myself. It's like, nah, I went I went through I went through something like this before. Yeah. I I could do this. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know, but I no, but I went through something like this already. I can do this. It's because your personal development. Yeah. You've been doing. You maybe it's your upbringing. Maybe it's the fact you're a successful dude. Maybe you just got that alpha mentality. You're wired differently. Right. You've done that, but you've done it self sub subconsciously. And not knowingly, 
people, if you're watching this, you need to consciously take steps to build yourself up. Consciously love yourself. My little brother, I'm so happy. I get to see my little brother for the first time in eight years. He's been locked up for eight years. I get to see him three days before my birthday. Um, It's going to be amazing. And the only reason he went down a different path than I did, even though we come from the same environment, I believe is because of self-love. F-L-Y, first love yourself. Mm. More importantly than anything, first love yourself. And I'm talking about love yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about on Instagram. I see a lot of stuff and I'm... Let me just keep it real. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I think I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Yo, forgive me, everybody out there. I just, I have to say this shit. <laughs> just because you put quotes, just because you post pictures saying you the man, saying you're alpha, mm-hmm. saying you're a queen, doesn't make it true. Your actions will always reveal your true character. Right. So it's cool. That's a start. And it's a start. You got to hype yourself up. If you looking good, damn it, put a selfie up. You know, <laughs> you know like, yeah. you get out the gym, yeah. you get the pump. It's like, yo, yeah. like, I see some, let, me, let me just show y'all what your boy been working right, on. Right. Ladies, if you already, you've been working on yourself, get, do a little right. bit. But it goes deeper. You have to genuinely love yourself. When you're alone, man, I love myself so much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy being alone too much. Because like, I love my company. Like right. my man Kanye company, said, yeah. I could be by myself and enjoy the company. I love myself so much. Like, I'm about to go, I'm about to go get my feet done after this. <laughs> They're a little rough right now. So I need you to. You me, man. Uh, yo, I'm going to probably get a massage either later today or tomorrow. I'm going to go to the museum. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to treat myself mm-hmm. i just bought myself some new dope nmds come on me. man come on but it's, and it's just love because i'm yeah. like yo i bust my ass i work my butt off i give so much to the world and the people around me i need to fill myself back in and that first love yourself so you have to practice that like people physically and i'm giving you a lot for people out there that like mm-hmm. use you know you're writing down the goals you're you're, you're practicing self-love um getting rid of the people around you but like when you get to the point, like I'm in a I'm in a really good relationship. Like love my lady. She's a beast. She's dope. And the only reason it worked is because we met at a time when we were both not looking. And we met at a time when I can say, how can I say this? Uh, she was completely happy without me. She's single three years, hasn't been intimate for a couple of years with anybody. She was genuinely happy with yeah. her life. I was genuinely happy. I just got out of a toxic relationship. I just kind of got my new level of success. I was genuinely happy. And when you got two people who are truly in love with themselves and truly happy, you're not doing what a lot of people are doing. I need my other half. Right. So you're a half a person. You complete me. So you're not complete. You fill me up. So you're empty. Mm. You make me whole. So you're not a whole person. When you feel whole, when you feel complete, when you don't need another half because you're already a full person, then you can start going out and finding love and finding somebody who has that same vibe. But we don't take the time to treat ourselves, to love ourselves. I mean, love <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. my man, like, it, it's like coming from being suicidal and having no confidence. I'm talking about, like, I was a dope ball player. I was McDonald's All-American Honorable Mention back in the day. Mm. I won state everything. I, I'm not saying I could have gone to NBA. I don't know if that was my path, but I could have gone pretty damn far. And I didn't because I didn't have belief in myself. 
I could have got even better grades. I could have gone to a Ivy League school, but my belief was only so far. Yeah. I could have even gone further. And once I started to believe in myself, I started to love myself. There's nothing like, and so many people don't love themselves because they think it has to come from somebody else. So I practice self-care. I don't know the sister who was on here on your other video. She talks about that a little bit. Um, but if y'all listening, go through the videos. There's a lot of dope videos. I'm one of the, I'm, I'm dope. Yeah. But you got a lot of dope guests my <laughs> dope man has brought up on here. You got yeah. some good people, some solid who's, people. who's blessed this whole uh, 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 space For before. Sure. And that idea of self-love, like that changed my life. F-L-Y, first love yourself. Like, and exercising that, demonstrating it. It changes the way you walk, it changes the way you talk, it changes the way you see the world around you utterly and completely. And if people can practice that mm -hmm. by physically getting their life together, I'm sorry, we both in shape dudes, we both handle that stuff. And, it, and it's not just about the physical thing, right. but just how good do you feel after working out? How, do you, how good do you feel getting that next mark? I just took yoga. Hard as hell. Man, uh, yoga, man. Yeah, but I, I'm like, okay, yo, I'm stretching. I'm like, I was stretching out there. I'm like, oh, my leg used to only go 90. Now it's a little more. <laughs> Progress. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. physically, take care of yourself. Spiritually, I don't care what God you believe in. Jesus, Buddha, Allah, whoever. whoever. If you don't believe in God, your higher self, I don't give a damn what it is. Do what you do, boo-boo. Uh, <laughs> believe what you want to believe, but... When you have that spirituality on point, you got your physic, uh, 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 your, your physicality on point, mm -hmm. and you got your emotional reservoir on point. And the last thing I'll say on this is probably the most important for me is forgive. I know I, 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 I'm going all over the place, but it's a lot. No, yeah, it, it's it, it's mm -hmm. a lot to this thing. Forgive anybody out there. I found this is the biggest thing holding us back because this is what held me back with mm -hmm. my mother. You hold on to so much hurt, so much hate, and you hold on to so much pain that you don't realize you're the one choking, you're the one suffocating, you're the one being poisoned by it. When my biological mom came back in my life for the first time in 16 years, last January, I didn't realize how much hurt I was holding on to. I went nuts. I pulled a Dave Chappelle. I went to Australia for two weeks. I couldn't take it. Like, yeah. I didn't realize what was in me huh. because we hold on to those things and it affects everything. I realized, why hasn't a relationship with any woman lasted longer than a couple years? Why did I not like having female bosses? Huh. Why did I look at women as something a little less for a while? Because that was my experience. I never truly forgave my mother. And I got face to face after I went and, you know, fell for a couple of weeks and just kind of laid it out and cried. I'm talking about that ugly cry. Well, yeah. Like yeah. that. This is important. And I got face to face when I forgave her. So anybody out there, whoever you're holding on to hate, forgive them. Text them. Call them. Confront them. Forgive them for you. Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you excuse what they did. What you're saying is, I'm no longer going to be prison to what you did to me. I don't care if it was molestation. I don't care if it's somebody who betrayed you, a, a close friend. I don't care if it's a significant other that cheated on you. Forgive them for you. Allow, let go of that because emotions are real. They stay with us. They never leave unless you acknowledge them. They never leave. You hear people all the time, I'm going to leave such and such in 2017. No, you're not. No, you're not. Just because you create physical distance doesn't mean they're not out of your life. Because what happens? Like, if I saw my ex today, it'd be no hate, no nothing. Yeah, it's all love. I'd be like, hey, how you doing? I hope you're doing good. I really hope you found a man that's for you. Right. A uh, couple years ago, when I was going through that <laughs> shit, your boy was hurt. It was hurt. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't do that. But now, 
I forgave and I moved on. So I'm like, yo, I'm genuinely wishing the best for you. I take what we what we had and I'm, I wish you nothing but the best. Right. And so if, if you can physically forgive, I'm not talking about to God or universe. Let that person know that you forgave them. Send a text, get them face to face, meet them over coffee, call them, let them know that you forgave them. The weight that's uplifted is everything. And that's the first step to finding, you know, a way to love yourself. And that's a, that's a, that's, that's stinking alpha. Man. That, that takes courage to have what yeah. I like to call a courageous conversation yes. with somebody. That takes another level of maturation being, and maturity yep. and progress, man. So forgive whoever. If, and if they're not alive, write a letter, burn it, do whatever. But you need to physically put it out there in the world and be like, I forgive you. You no longer hold way over me. My life is not determined by what you did, how much you hurt me, where you touched me, where you left me, right. blah, blah, blah. Doing that, that's, I don't know if it's just a coincidence. But my success exponentially grew. My personal success, my relationship, my uh, business success grew the moment I had that conversation with my mom and, and released it. I didn't realize how much I was holding on to, and I didn't realize I shine. Now, I'm blinding motherfuckers now. <laughs> the way I'm, you said that, no, it was so before, it was my like, man. oh, okay, twinkle, twinkle, baby. Right, right. Now it's like, oh, yo. It's a whole nother yo, level, man. Because I forget yeah. that, because there's nothing in my life. Nobody's holding any weight. Nothing my mom did, nothing I went through, nothing my foster parents or anybody did, none, none of that holds me back. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm free. I'm new. I'm a blank canvas now. So I get to fill that in with what I want. And so circling back around to what you asked, physically, that's what people can do. Physically forgive, write down some goals, physically go on your phone and get rid of people or put their name, faker, hater, taker. You do those things, I'm telling you. Small steps that give you big results, my man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Man, <laughs> dude, you are blessed this stage, man. Dude, yeah, thank man. you. Thank uh, you for no, your I'm time. Just, I'm, I'm, I, appreciate I appreciate you letting it. me in this space, man. And, you know, uh, shout out to anybody that's watching. Shout out to any and everyone who's blessed this space before me and, uh, you know, been a part of helping you mm -hmm. raise this platform because mm -hmm. it's dope, man. It's needed. Right. There's a lot right. of people who needs to hear some messages that have been reiterated before me and in this moment or whatever. And uh, I'm glad you're putting this out there, man. We need more of this and less of... Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We need. We need. We need. We need substance. There's a lot of diocese in the world, so I'm just. I'm honored, mm -hmm. man. I'm honored and blessed and humbled to be able to be in this space, man. So, right. Absolutely, man. So, how, Monty, how do we? How do folks who are hearing this, watching this, find you? All right, hit me up, man. It is motivation. You get it. Monty Motivation, Motivation, y'all know what it is. Hit me up on Motivation. Instagram and YouTube is where I'm really focused on. I got my um, I got my Facebook as well, so uh, I do a little bit of that. But it's Motivation, everything. I don't mess with Snapchat no more after Face. I mean, after Instagram, I got the stories. The stories, yeah. It's like kind yeah. of redundant. So, right. um, Motivation on YouTube, Motivation on Instagram, Facebook, also Motivation.com for booking information for speaking gigs, and uh, I'm getting my life coaching program or it's the millennial personal development program started i'm also getting my speaking uh um program started for you know like people like yourself and people who starting out with this mm -hmm. and want to hit the stage and stuff because i'm you know i'm i'm not saying i'm the best but i'm just saying ain't nobody better mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, so i'm doing that so man. just just look at motivation man y'all hit me up vibe let me know what you what you liked about this anything you want to iterate on man like i just you know i'm just i just want to put some good stuff out there man i just uh you know you don't become a man when you hit a certain age. You become a man when you start living for something greater than yourself. Agreed. And to help people, to bless platforms like this, that's what makes me a man and the man. 
is because I'm living for something greater than myself. If my words, if my advice can help anybody along their way of progress on this journey of life, man, I'm that's it. No, I, can, I can die a happy man. My man. Well, once again, dude. I do it. <laughs> You've been great, man. Thank yes, you very sir. much. I you appreciate got it. you. You got it. All right. Bless. Think alpha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I know that I did. And I'll tell you right now, the first thing I want to ask of you is reflect on this conversation. You know, what parts of these conversations I know um, have hit you? Because I know they've hit you for sure. All right. And make sure that you go to subscribe to this podcast. All right. Go to Google. Google's got some new thing now where literally you can go to Google and then type in Think Alpha Podcast. Right. And it'll pop up. Like everything that we're doing, all the episodes will pop up. All right. So make sure once again, Google Think Alpha podcast and everything else will pop up. But of course, you guys know how to reach me. Ask me any questions because I like to address and bring up questions for the next person and the next conversation on this platform. All right. My Instagram is Val Ewudo, V-A-L-E-W-U-D-O. All right, guys. So you guys know what time it is. Get out there and make something happen. Don't just be a listener. Make sure you're taking some action, okay? Because life is all about the steps you take. All right? See you guys on the next one. Peace.